0: welcome to the sense of soul podcast we are your hosts shannon and mandy
1: grab your coffee open your mind heart and soul it's time to awaken welcome back we have today with us a very special guest and he is as well a podcaster and he is a spiritual life coach he specializes in the law of attraction his name is sebastian soul hello hello hello
0: sebastian Hello. Good morning.
2: (laughs) Good morning. For me, it's good afternoon.
0: (laughs) So where do you live?
2: Uh, At the moment, I'm living in Romania.
1: Oh, my goodness. Really? One of my best friends is from Romania.
2: It's a beautiful country. (laughs) And not so many corona cases. That's why I'm here.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) Do you have friends and family there? or Have you been there a long time?
2: Mm, I've been here about four months. I didn't really have the time to build up a social circle because right after the move, the whole pandemic started. (laughs) Bad oh, no. timing.
0: Yes, it's a good time to get to know yourself better.
2: Exactly. Okay. I used the time to meditate and to record podcasts, so everything's okay.
0: What made you choose Romania?
2: Uh, actually, a dream. <laughs> I was living in Bangkok before. Um, I was actually working as a university teacher there. And I had this dream, like one time in the middle of the night at three o'clock, I woke up, Romania. I had this, this idea in my mind and I was like, huh? Romania? I've never been to Romania. I don't know any Romanians. <laughs> Why Romania? And what happened then was perfect synchronicity from the universe. For the first time ever, I googled business conditions in Romania. And at this point in my life, I wanted to register my businesses in another yeah, another country, another state. I wanted to move somewhere else because in Bangkok, that was that time where I was suffering from all these health issues, also pollution related because the pollution was just too much then i just googled and like oh hmm, good conditions here oh yeah amazing hmm, that looks interesting and then <laughs> the same day i contacted a guy i know who does tax advising for germans or let's say german-speaking people who live in different countries and i contacted him and said like hey uh, i had this idea with romania do you know anyone and he was like yeah i know that guy then he gave me his whatsapp number and exactly on this day this guy was in bangkok Another German guy. Then I just knew, yep, that's it.
1: So you moved to a country you had never been to before and don't even speak their language. Yep. And how many times have you done that?
2: Two, three times. I mean, I also moved to England, but back then my English wasn't really good. And Then I moved to Bangkok and then I moved to Romania.
1: Wow. I think I think your English is amazing. Have you ever been here?
2: Ten years ago. I was in Miami once, yeah.
1: Oh, Okay. Mandy and I were just talking. Both of her and I had weird dreams last night.
0: Yes. Very strange. Amazing. Let's see if
2: that's a good sign or a bad sign.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> right? I, dreamt, I dreamt about aliens and crop circles. And I actually woke up and Googled and looked up crop circles. And they're very beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I dreamed that I took someone's Lamborghini on a spin and I ended up going on the wrong side of the highway.
2: Um, I'm sorry I don't have a Lamborghini
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I can't help you out there either well it was the most red
1: smoothest shiniest Lamborghini I've ever seen well I don't know if I've ever seen one
0: (laughs) Uh, so funny that was funny a lot of people are experiencing some pretty lucid and vivid dreams during this whole COVID pandemic
1: Mandy and I both had a chance to listen to some of your podcasts and we both just loved them.
2: I like to hear that. That's great. Yes. Yes,
1: I
0: I did.
2: I loved loved your dream episode. I listened to that one. That was really good.
1: Oh, thank you.
2: Maybe I should start the podcast with good morning, Vietnam.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can you sing it? (laughs) I don't know. Good
2: morning, Vietnam.
1: Yeah. Uh, You know what? Since our kids haven't been in school, you know, because of COVID, I haven't had to wake him up with that. I should just go do it. Oh God, he would be so mad. He'd be so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, you know, he's 16. So he's like, let me sleep. (laughs) Yeah. So tell us, what led you to the spiritual path that you're on?
2: The way I found the spiritual path, or let's say the way I had my let's say awakening was through a lot of painful experiences. I'm the kind of person I only learn when I ram my head against the wall. That's basically (laughs) how I learn. And I mean, I hope that nowadays it's different, but let's say before I discovered the law of attraction and my own spiritual path, before that, I only learned like that. And there was a specific time in my life where I experienced so much sickness and so much anger and so much frustration That at some point, and I still remember that night when it happened, I just said like, oh, why am I on this planet? Why am I here? Why do I have to suffer all the time? And then I had this boom, this moment where suddenly I just let go. Like I reached this point of, yeah, you could say maximum suffering in my brain. (laughs) And I just -hmm. reached this point where I was like, okay, I let go. Yeah, I just surrendered basically. And that was my first profound experience where I really had this feeling of, hey, there's something out there. There's something, some guidance from the universe. I felt this inner peace. I felt this feeling of love that I hadn't felt in a long time. And yeah, and then it started gradually. I got into that process. I met people who introduced me to certain things. I met people who yeah, who just started to talk about spiritual topics, which never happened before. I've never met people like this, except one relative, who always try to bring me on this journey. But after I had this realization, you could say, or you could say this enlightenment experience, I met these people over and over again. It was as if the universe would say, come on, you idiot, finally realize yeah. it. Come on, take this path. <laughs> and eventually I got it.
1: I think we can both relate with that. It's almost, it's like your soul family starts to be attracted to you once exactly, you're open. Exactly, yeah. So Sebastian, you have a podcast and it is called Affirmations to Manifestation. Yep. Mandy and I both loved it. There's so many great episodes. We haven't really touched a lot on Mandy, like the law of attraction. We have a little bit, but not as much. So that was one of the reasons why I was so excited to have you on so you could explain about the law of attraction and manifestation.
2: Of course. For me, during this process, when I actually embarked on this spiritual journey, it all started with an Abraham Hicks video.
1: Uh
0: Um,
2: I just, for some reason, YouTube recommended it to me. I still don't know why, because I didn't watch any other spiritual videos. And this was actually at a time where, yeah, you could say where I was really sick, where I was really physically sick. I was just lying in bed and I had nothing better to do. So I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. And for some reason, even though I would describe myself back then as the most, you could say, unspiritual person ever, I made fun of everybody who said like, yeah, I'm spiritual. It's like, yeah, weirdo, come on, don't talk to me. And I was that kind of person. (laughs) And then I actually watched these videos and something inside of me clicked. It was really weird. Like somehow it resonated with me. Mm -hmm. Even though, of course, when I Googled it and I was like, yeah, the spiritual entity, I was like, what the hell is that? (laughs) But back then I just allowed it. I just allowed it. And then I made this you could say I made this experiment. I said to myself, okay, let's see if this is true. Let's see if this works. And I decided to manifest more money in my life. I decided to use the law of attraction to manifest more money. I wrote down affirmations. I felt good. I tried to feel rich. I did different exercises. And I just thought to myself, money is the perfect example to try this. Because you can measure it. You can really measure how much more do you make, what's the percentage, and in what time. So, my German analytical mind went like, yoohoo, I'm going to try that. And that's actually what I tried. And eventually, I manifested more money, more money actually than I ever made all these years before. And I was like, holy beep, that works.
1: <laughs> Wait, I have a very similar story. Someone had sent me an Abraham Hicks meditation. Well, I listened to it and I loved it. But here's the funny part. I didn't get the whole Abraham thing for like a year later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I also thought like who's that Abraham guy? Yeah, it's like and why is the woman calling herself Abraham? <laughs> I
1: thought that was her freaking name. So, <laughs> yeah. So but then guess what? I also manifested and did the same thing. And I manifested like a fifty thousand dollar check in like a what, like a
0: week or a month, Mandy. I was yes.
1: like, how what
0: what wow? Yeah. It was pretty amazing. You just align so much with a lot of things that we believe yes. and talk about on our podcast. For example, we did an episode at the beginning called A Soul Survivor. And a soul survivor is someone who has been through a lot of trauma. And I'm just like you. I had to continuously be beaten down to finally surrender. I had to be like, okay, fine, fine. You know, you've been through a lot. I read that you were born with heart problems. You had a lot of medical issues that, was it when you were 13 that you had your last surgery?
2: Exactly, yes.
0: I've had a lot of health issues too. It it left you with depression and anxiety.
2: For me, it was basically always this feeling when I was young, especially when I was a teenager, this self-hate because I always looked at myself as somebody who's not perfect because I have Mm. scars all over my body and I always had this big issue of accepting myself and this then led to depression and all this negative behavior and the self-destruction and for years I never realized that I was actually acting out of trauma basically because I was born with a congenital heart defect and I, I had surgery when I was a basically a little baby This manifested in my body as a traumatic experience. And I never really thought about it this way. I always thought like you can only have trauma when, let's say, when your parents beat you. And my parents are amazing. I mean, my parents are the most loving people ever. So it never really occurred to me that I had trauma. But it was from this time from the hospital. I mean, when you think about it, when you're a baby... And the doctors always put needles in you, and you're just lying there, basically.
1: <laughs> it manifests
2: in your body oh. as trauma. Yeah. And um, yeah, eventually I then realized it, and I worked on myself, and this also helped me on this spiritual journey.
0: I love that you're a soul survivor. I love that you, just like us, have decided to turn your pain into purpose. You said something that really stuck out to me in one of your podcasts. You talked about how the law of attraction works with your emotions. Can you explain what you mean by that to our listeners?
2: Yeah, sure. Most people think that, okay, if I write down this affirmation and I tell this affirmation over and over again, I say it over and over again, then at some point I will manifest my desire. But I believe that the law of attraction is about vibration. You have to vibrate on a certain level in order to attract what you want. You basically have to vibrate on the same frequency. So you can see it a little bit like a radio dial. If you vibrate on a different frequency, you don't get the music that you want. And the same is true for manifesting your desires. Because when you only write down affirmations and you use the words, it's just empty words. For example, if I'm depressed and I say, i love myself i love my life everything is great then i won't attract that because i'm still trapped in the emotion of suffering and the emotion of pain so the key to actually manifest the things that you want is to feel exactly in a way that allows the universe to give you these things for example if you want to attract love you have to feel loved if you want to attract money you have to feel rich so it's all about the emotion And that's what I think is one of the most important points and also one of the most common mistakes that people make when they write down their affirmations and they just use it as, yeah, just empty words. And they think, okay, if I reprogram my subconscious mind with that, then I will believe it. But it's more about feeling it because when you feel it and you have this feeling that you already are this person, that you already are rich, that you already are in a loving relationship, then you're vibrating on that level where you can attract what you want.
1: And this is because if you're saying, I am successful, I am successful, but yet your vibration saying, no, you're not.
2: <laughs> exactly. And you, exactly. Have, then
1: you have resistance and that resistance is what holds you back. Your, your
0: vibration is not aligned with your purpose. Exactly it is a huge mistake that a lot of people make it's almost like making an empty promise it's you know you really brought me to a moment of realizing that i need to spend more time with my manifesting and my affirmations i need to sit with it and connect with it instead of just writing them down and our world is so busy and we always you know want what we want and want it now and you made me realize that I need to really take the time to raise my vibration and sit with what are no.
1: waves.
0: oh. Andy, something <laughs> happened to you.
1: What happened to you? It sounds <laughs> like you fell in a motor space. Yeah. <laughs> we're both we're vibing the same. We think you got abducted. Sister there? I don't know. Let me see. You know, she's in Lake Havasu right now.
0: Can you hear me now? Yeah, what happened to you? Okay. Sorry, that was strange. I think one of the humans in my house woke up and my phone connected to their Bluetooth. Anyway, apologies. (laughs) No worries. (laughs) That was odd. But what I was saying, Sebastian, is what are ways that you would suggest to our listeners to raise their vibration?
2: To raise your vibration, you can do a lot of different things. You can, for example, very simple thing, just listen to music. Music has an incredible Mm -hmm. effect on you. And that's also something that I realized on my own journey, because when I was still trapped in depression and in these negative emotions, I used to listen to this, yeah, you could say this death metal, all this kind of, oh my God, suffering, scream, scream type of music. And nowadays I can't even listen to that anymore because I'm in a totally different vibration. So always think about what you consume. That's the first thing, how you raise your vibration. The second thing that I would suggest, and that has to do with the affirmations, actually, that's a way how I found I can write down affirmations in a way that I can convince my conscious mind and my subconscious mind at the same time, so that they are not constantly in a fight. So what I do, instead of just writing, for example, um, I want to, or let's say, I attract $5,000 this month, instead of just saying this, I write down, I attract $5,000 this month because I have already achieved this or because this other person has also done it so it can be done. So I basically give myself a confirmation. I give my, my conscious mind a confirmation that my conscious mind is allowed to believe what my subconscious mind is now programmed to believe. It sounds okay. a little bit complicated, but- No, w-
1: like, like give yourself a reason why you're worth that money and you have to believe
2: it exactly give yourself something that that you can believe it doesn't have to be with yourself for example I also did something that I said hey this other guy with a similar product this other guy with a similar message does it too so I can do it too that you Uh look for this confirmation from other people that you say Okay. okay what I can what this guy can do is something that I can do too and I chose this because I studied a lot of different let's say success techniques and one thing that I found really interesting was in sports in professional sport whenever somebody broke a new record it always took years until this record was broken but once the record is broken suddenly everybody breaks the record because it's Mm. just this barrier in your mind
1: you could do it I can do it
2: (laughs) exactly that's the idea
1: well, I do know that I, I have heard before, and I'm not sure if we mentioned it on the dream episode. We might have, but that if you put an affirmation right at your bedside, or maybe even on your alarm clock so you could see it, as soon as you wake up and you see it, when you're coming out of sleep, you're in that theta brainwave, and there's no resistance in that theta brainwave. So the first thing that, you see, yeah. So the first thing you see, you'll see it. And if you say it, there's no resistance yet because the ego hasn't
0: dropped in yet.
2: (laughs) That's actually really cool.
0: I really enjoyed your podcast on how you went through affirmations that you could listen to before you sleep. Can you explain to our listeners how you think listening to those right before you sleep and while you sleep help with manifestation? Yes, and how that would affect your dream.
2: I think it comes down to... Also, what you just said about when you wake up in the morning and there's no ego and you're less like there's less resistance. I think the same is true for the evening. That's also why I use my personal manifestation process in the morning and in the evening. So, when you listen to that right before you go to bed or even while you're falling asleep, you are in this very, very relaxed state. You're right before drifting away into la la land, into dreamland. So, you are very. Yeah, you're just very relaxed and you're open to receiving these messages your yes. subconscious mind is like okay now i'm ready to receive and that's why i think it's so powerful and when it comes to your dreams i also believe that when you dream you often dream about the last thing that you went to bed with for example if you go to bed with anger and you go to bed with a negative emotion then you have some nightmare you have a negative dream But if you go to bed with amazing affirmations that make you feel good and that give you a glimpse of your future success, then you will dream about that. And then you will have a better sleep.
1: I do a lot of nighttime meditation. In the middle of the night? (laughs) You know what? I'll fall asleep to it. I'll put Ah, my um, sleeping meditation headphones in. I'll try to stay awake to listen, but I usually end up falling asleep. Sometimes it's just meditation music just enough for me to calm my mind. I don't want to go to bed with a busy mind, you know, with all the things that I didn't do for the day or that I, that I need to do tomorrow, not being present.
2: The so more well. relaxed you are, the better.
1: Yeah. When you were talking, I had this thought. I said, man, one day that would be amazing if I could be or do this. But the minute I said it, guess what happened? I had resistance no, you couldn't go that high. You couldn't be that. So you should definitely start lower. And that was my first thought. That's the resistance that will keep you from achieving law of attraction.
2: Exactly. But in this situation, I have a different opinion than a lot of other, yeah, let's call them spiritual teachers. Okay. There's, this, I, there's this idea out there that I don't agree with. And that's this, yeah, you could also say this a little bit clickbait thing of manifest one million overnight. You can do it in two hours. You can do it in five hours, like this kind of stuff. And I'm a big fan of incremental steps because that's something that I also listen to. Yeah, when I listen to the Abraham Hicks talks and one recurring pattern was always some guy saying, I want to be a millionaire or the next guy saying, I want to be a billionaire. And Abraham Hicks was always saying, do you believe it? Yeah. And... If we're really honest, right. if you can do that, if you can convince your mind that yes, in one year, let's say this example, let's say you're really broke, completely broke, and then you say in one year I will be a millionaire, and you really believe it, then I'm sure you can attract it. Yeah. But the likelihood that you believe it is really low. So instead of torturing yourself and saying, Hey, I will be a millionaire by the end of the year, but you have so much resistance that you will never achieve it, instead of doing that, go a little bit lower with a goal that is really ambitious but you can somehow again through confirmations maybe by looking at other people and see what they have done you can somehow manage to make your conscious mind and your subconscious mind believe it and then you can achieve that and once you broke this milestone then you can climb the ladder to the million that's what i believe
1: so you have to be aligned with it too. I mean, if you say you want this, if this is not aligned with your path and you still achieve this, if you're you know, successful in creating that in your life and it doesn't work out, you can't blame the, what you manifested because literally you will probably end up back on your chosen path. Do you agree with that?
2: I totally agree with that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's also something that I always say to my coaching clients when they say, hey, I want this, I want that. A lot of them often in this idea of the american dream like i need this mansion with five bedrooms even though i can only sleep in one and i need (laughs) five sports cars or whatever and then i always ask them is this what you want or is it what society wants you to want so
1: yeah so how do you connect with that how do you tell your clients you know are you listening to your soul or your ego is that kind of what you're asking them to decipher
2: yeah, you could say it like that, yeah. Soul ego, um, it also plays a, ro- a role of where this person has been raised, um, where this person has lived, which culture this person comes from, because every culture has different, Yeah, you could say, different goals that society puts in our mind. So I always ask them to really meditate on it and really think about it before you send out the message to the universe, before you launch that yeah. rocket of desire. Think about, is <laughs> it your real desire?
0: Right. I always say two things. You are what you attract. And if you spot it, you usually got it.
2: Um. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I mean, the law of attraction always works. It's not that you can just press a button and say, oh, today I'm in a bad mood. No, it's not going to work. It always works. So you either attract good things in your life or bad things in your life. But the bad things are also a blessing because they show you that you attracted them if you're willing enough to take responsibility and if you can shut off your ego and say, okay, I'm responsible for this mess. Now, how can I get out of it? How can I make it better for the next vibration?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of times people will take accountability for the good that they manifested, but they have a lot of denial around taking accountability for manifesting the negative. They don't realize that they're responsible for that or that they have the power to do that as well.
1: I was the negative Nancy. Mandy would say, oh no, things are going to be better. I'm like, nope, not for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm in recovery. And so I was kind of forced into this place of concentrating on the solution and not the problem and Shanna liked to say oh. in the problem. She she <laughs> said that to me.
1: I swear to God, if she told me that one more time, I was gonna lose my shit. Yeah, she used to always say that. When you were stuck in a low vibration, all you can feel is that negativity and you just manifest more negativity.
0: Yeah. How do you get out of that? How did you you said you surrendered? Did you have to go into action after you surrendered or what did you do?
2: Uh, Yes, it was like when I had this moment of surrendering, it didn't last forever. Let's say it like this I didn't just have this one moment and go, like, boom, all my problems are solved. That's not how it worked for me. Maybe it works for some people. I mean, for example, Eckhart Tolle, I think he had this one big awakening and suddenly, boom, he was just sitting on a pipe bench all day long and in bliss. But for me, it was more like a gradual process afterwards. There were still a lot of negative emotions and I was just dealing with them. I always asked myself, this one question, and I still do that up to this day, when I have a negative emotion, a negative thought, is this emotion or is this thought beneficial for me? Does it benefit me? Uh-huh. And if not, how can I change this thought? Because a lot of people believe that they are victims to their thoughts, but that's not true at all. You can, you can create your thoughts. I mean, you create them every day. The big problem is that 90% of what you think every day are the same thoughts from yesterday, and they are the same thoughts from the day before, because most yeah. people don't think about that. If you analyze yourself, then you can say, okay, I have this thought right now. Is it good for me? Is it not good for me? What else could I think? What other possibilities are there? And with these possibilities, you then create your future.
0: So bringing awareness to your thought and sitting with your thought, I think a lot of times we're so busy in life, we just rush through the thoughts and we don't realize how important they are. Also, all of the negativity
1: that we're carrying of other people's, that's not mine. Probably 90% of what I was carrying in the past was somebody else's.
2: That's true. Mm -hmm. And you learn it from an early age. You learn it from your parents.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So being able to bring awareness to that and separating it out. Yeah. I loved the title of one of your podcasts. It's it's titled How to Brainwash Yourself (laughs) for Manifestation (laughs) Success. And I loved that because I don't think a lot of people realize you can. We already are. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly.
2: That's the point. We already are. The most important point that I want to make with this or that I also tried to make when I recorded this podcast is that a lot of people have this idea that brainwashing is bad. They always imagine some crazy scientist who puts some electroshock on you and goes like, now you're brainwashed. Yeah. But when you really think about it, you get brainwashed all day long. If you switch mm. on the TV, you look at Instagram, you look at the news, whatever it might be. On Instagram, people tell you, you are not perfect enough. The news tell you, you are in danger. There's always brainwashing going on. So why not actively brainwash yourself with actually with, with, with what's good for you? And mm. the one tip that I really give you is to be careful what you consume. Most people don't even think about that. They just consume the news. They consume movies without ever realizing that most of the things that we consume all day long are designed, but that's another story, to put you on a very low consciousness level. Mm-hmm. For example, most movies, there's always somebody who's, who dies. There's always always somebody who gets killed. There's always some drama. The same is true for most songs. The same is true for the news even more. I mean, you never really see... Let's say you watch CNN and they go, hey, today is a wonderful day. We rescued five puppies. You never see that. You only (laughs) see the negative stuff. You're basically all day long brainwashed with that. So say no to negative things when it comes to consumption and consume Mm -hmm. things that are positive. Consume positive music. Consume positive, everything positive, basically. I read one study, it was really interesting, with diabetes patients where they let diabetes patients watch, I think it was one hour of a stand-up comedy show. And afterwards, they didn't just feel better, but their blood sugar was better. So there was an active healing going on just by raising their vibration.
1: This guy had cancer, and every day he watched a comedy movie, something funny, for 365 days, laughed his butt off, right? (laughs) And got rid of his cancer.
2: That's awesome. That's really, really Right? I mean, that, that's why I love to watch comedy. I don't know. I mean, I watch Ricky Gervais. I watch Dave Chappelle. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's
0: but funny. But it raises your vibration. Exactly, yeah. Part of my awakening, one of the signs I had was all my senses were heightened. Hearing especially. I had a near-death experience in 2013. And about a year after, my hearing was so sensitive. And I, I didn't like the same music as I liked before. And I didn't like... same thing on tv and it was almost like my nervous system had shifted so sebastian earlier in the when you said it's because your vibration changes that really hit home with me because Mm -hmm. i mean i'll listen to music now that i used to love and i can't do it anymore it bothers me um i have to have it turned off immediately my husband wants to kill me because he's like oh my god you used to love that song and i'm like But you're okay. right. It's just I'm on a different vibration now. And I'm very, very careful about what I watch and, you know, putting up boundaries for myself. Mandy, you yeah. said that this
1: morning. I mean, you, you went to Facebook and you, you had to get off. I mean, it was awful. You know, the world is really yucky right now. There's a lot of bad news. It's very easy for people to be pulled into it.
2: I really believe if the media had our best interest in mind, they would Show in the news how to boost your immune system, how to eat healthy, which vitamins to take, and all that kind of stuff. But instead, they say, Oh, a new death high, new number of dead people. Oh, be afraid, be very afraid. It's always this. So, what I do, I just let's say I don't watch because I don't watch TV, but I just read the news from my local city where I'm in so that I know what are the regulations, what do I have to follow. What do I have to do? And what are the cases in this city which directly affects me? But everything else, I shut it off. I don't even watch it anymore. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I do, especially now, is which I would also highly suggest to, to your listeners, is to really rethink your lifestyle choices. For example, if for years you were smoking, now might be a good point to stop. Or if for years what I did, what actually ruined my health, had a really bad diet. I didn't care about my diet for years and I paid the price. This is just the perfect time to really think about, okay, what can I do to stay healthy? Can I exercise? Can I eat healthier? Can I meditate? Can I especially, and that's very important, that's something that I discovered for myself, to de-stress, to not stress so much anymore. Mm -hmm. Because I Mm -hmm. used to work 10 hours every day. Nowadays, I only work six hours a day. And I actually earn more and I achieve more. I'm more productive. And this is something that especially also with our whole hustle culture is something that a lot of people don't do. And then they're constantly stressed, which means their immune system is low. Only worry all day and that's not a good combination.
1: People have to stop using labels for themselves. I know for years I, I had the excuse of, I have anxiety. I have anxiety. Well, the more I said it, the more I had it. You know, I mean, Mandy, I never hardly ever hear from you anymore. I have asthma. I have asthma. Do you see that shift?
2: It's totally true. That's why I also got sick all the time when I was a child and also uh, in my early adult life, because I always identified myself with the guy who has a heart condition and who has a lower immune system. And that was a self-fulfilling prophecy.
1: Yeah. So it's very important for people who do have low immune systems who have been told that but they don't go around and focus on that, say that, put that out there.
2: I think you can actually raise your immune system, even though you conditioned yourself for years that you had a low immune system. If you no longer identify with this old story and you create a new story, a mm-hmm. story of somebody who has a strong immune system, of somebody who eats healthy, of somebody who takes good supplements, then you can That's change your yeah your immune system, basically. You, the person you, who you are, I truly believe that.
0: I love that because you're right. You know, if Mm -hmm. someone were to say, Mandy, tell us about yourself. I'd say, my name's Mandy. I'm a 44-year-old mother with asthma. Like I attached myself to that label. Yeah, Yeah, it's the whole attachment.
2: Exactly. Or how Dr. Joe Dispenza calls it, breaking the habit of being yourself. That's basically what it is.
0: Mm.
1: Yes. And that you recently, did you read a book of his that really, really connected with you?
2: The book that I'm reading right now, or let's say that I'm listening to for, on Audible, uh-huh. is You Are the Placebo. And what I did, what I also talked about in my podcast, yes. is I did this self-love, or let's say this love meditation that he mm. released, let's say, as an answer to the virus. So I think that's a good idea. He called really? it Go Love 20.
1: <laughs> oh, I mm. love that. It's called Go Love 20 instead of COVID-19.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
1: I love that. Awesome. It's yes. for free
2: on YouTube, like on his channel.
1: Okay, great. I'm going to have to put that on our Facebook.
0: I would highly recommend, there's a gentleman by the name of Gary Keller, and he actually was the one who created one of the top real estate agencies. It's um, Keller Williams. He did a book called The One Thing. And it is an amazing book. It doesn't have to do with real estate, but it's about what you said earlier. It's about how you can work less and be more productive. Um, I loved that you said that, like now you work six hours a day and you actually are doing better because you are concentrating and focusing on one thing is what his book's about instead of a million things. So it's a really good book. I would highly, highly recommend it.
2: Yeah, I've never heard of that book. That's interesting.
1: How much living are you doing if you're working your entire life?
2: Exactly. And for me, what actually motivated me again, the logical German analytical mind, I read studies about productivity. And I read studies that showed over and over again, that the maximum of, let's say, creative work, productive work that you can do a day is six hours. And then again, I used that for myself as a confirmation to say, okay, if that's true, if scientists find that out, then I can at least give it a shot. Because before, I was always identifying myself as the hardworking entrepreneur. Oh, I'm so amazing because I can do what all these YouTube gurus tell me. And this almost killed me. And instead, what I then realized was when I really said, okay, I only work six hours a day. I no longer surf the internet in between. I no longer try to, yeah, you could say, try to get my mind off the task with YouTube, which I did before, because I was always stressed out. And when you're stressed out, you are looking for an escape. And nowadays, while I'm working, I'm no longer stressed. I can't even remember the last time I experienced stress. must have been weeks ago. (laughs) And before, I was stressed every single day. So strange when I look back to it. I mean, even... A couple of months ago, when I did meditations, I sometimes jumped off after 10 minutes, even though I wasn't finished, because I wanted to go back to work. Uh It was just so weird how I destroyed myself. Nowadays, thinking about it, I'm like, why did I do this? Why? For what? Even though I'm now more productive. And that's something that I hope more people will realize. Because when you really say, okay, I work one hour now, I make a little break, then I work another hour, then you actually work. And you don't just stress yourself and go to YouTube and go crazy and go, oh my God, I am so overwhelmed. You're no longer in these negative emotions. It's not hard. It's just that our society conditions us to believe that if you do that, if you don't work at least eight hours a day, you're lazy. You're such a lazy person. You have to work hard. And again, it comes back to manifesting your desires by raising your vibration and by understanding that alignment with yourself, with your inner being and with the universe is so much more important than the hours you put in. Because of course, our logical mind says, hey, if I work 12 hours instead of eight hours, I get so much more done. But that's simply not true.
0: Mm. You know, Shanna and I are living proof that when you manifest and you're aligned with your purpose, that life becomes so easy. It's like you're going with the flow of things. I mean, we sat together and we both did a meditation about our business. We're coming up on almost a year. We We drew drew pictures, pictures. We did dream boards. And every single thing that we set our mind to and manifested came true to the point where freaked us out like one yeah, even
1: looked exactly like even the pictures we took pictures off the internet and put it on our board and even the pictures looked identical to what we wanted
2: that's awesome that's a little bit awesome uh, like drake's story how he manifested his house do you know that
1: no tell us
2: like drake the rapper he actually i love drake he, um, he had the most amazing manifestation story that actually made me believe, okay, now I can also manifest my dream apartment because I'm in the process right now of manifesting my dream apartment. And he, what he did was when he wasn't signed yet and he wasn't a multimillionaire, he went to Google and searched, I think if I remember it, like to some crazy outdoor pool or something like that. And he then turned this pool that he found into his wallpaper, his background on his laptop or smartphone I don't remember that and then years afterwards it took him a couple of years but years afterwards he bought the exact same mansion with this pool
0: wow, wow. oh See? my god
1: well I think Mandy we need to step our manifestation up
0: oh I totally agree <laughs> I, I trust me there's a reason why we're doing this episode today Shanna because this whole situation with COVID kind of put me into a an excuse my language but like a fuck it I was like, you know, you, when you talked about diet, it was interesting that I was eating really healthy. But then when I got stuck in my house, I did the opposite. And I'm like, oh, you know what? This gives me every excuse in the world to just eat whatever I want because I'm bored. Um, yeah. Or me, I, I'm I, sleeping till like 11 o'clock. <laughs> so I actually needed to hear all of this because yeah. you're right. You know, this has been a struggle and it's been a hard time for a lot of people um, including myself and I think it's a time where I need to make that shift back to um, you know you are what you eat you are what you think yeah I needed to hear this
2: <laughs> I'm happy to hear this
0: <laughs> yeah Sebastian I, Mandy and
1: I you know we like crystals and all that stuff so I manifest sometimes with crystal grids have you ever are you familiar with crystal grids at all
2: I'm not familiar with that at all.
1: <laughs> so basically, it's just setting your intention. You have these crystals that you love and you have a connection with, and then you set them all up to support your your dream or your vision. You, you set know.
2: something important. You set the, the crystals that you love uh-huh. and that give you good yeah. emotions.
1: You believe in them. Yeah. And
2: that's the point. Yeah.
1: Yep. You're right. I was just thinking that because I'm sitting up here looking at my crystal grid. Remember, Mandy, we also made a crystal grid. Yeah, we did. For our I intention has to align with your vibration, with your vision, or whatever you're planning on manifesting.
2: I think when it comes to intention, uh, there are two rules. But let's say when you have just a little bit of resistance, then I would say the more specific your intention is, the better. Because then you feel about this very specifically. For example, let's let's take a loving relationship as an example. If you are in a good vibration and you love yourself, you love your life, and you say, hey, I want to attract my dream partner. And you make an affirmation or you maybe even write a story of how you feel with your dream partner. It makes you feel really good and you go in every detail. How you feel with him or her, where you live, what you do, how he or she looks, then it's perfect. But if you have a lot of resistance, then I would say it's easier to be a little bit less specific because the more specific you are, the more you go into this feeling of, oh, I want it, but I don't have it. So then I would say, do it less specifically. That's at least what I tell my coaching clients.
1: I had a thought that just came to mind too. Um, Using discernment to align me with that attention So using your body, like sitting with what you want and seeing how your body feels and, you know, seeing yourself without it and seeing how your body feels. That's also a good idea. yeah. Yeah. This shaman one time told me this and I thought it was just brilliant. She said, you know, if you want something, but you're not sure about it, flip a coin. And what you want that coin to say is what you should go with. That's also a method. I mean, if it turns out heads and that's not what you wanted and you feel disappointment, then don't do it. (laughs) Period.
2: It's true. Yeah. I mean, you don't rely on the coin, basically. You just use the coin to activate your emotions. Then it works. Yeah.
0: There you go. Activate your emotions. I love that. But tell us about your coaching.
2: Yeah, sure. Of course. Um, I offer Skype manifestation coaching mainly manifestation coaching because that's what i mainly talk about manifestation and law of attraction but Mm -hmm. i also um, recently started into other life coaching fields for example some people contact me they want to feel more loved, they want to accept themselves better all these kind of things and i have a life coaching certificate and yeah i just started this because i thought that's the best way i can help people And so far the feedback has been amazing and my coaching clients are happy. I help them with their affirmations. We go through the affirmations. I teach them about manifestation. We have a look at how they can raise their vibration. And I always go specifically on an individual level. Like I design every coaching for this person individually. And yeah, I just love to help the people.
0: So do you have to be spiritual to be able to manifest and what what would you say spirituality means to you?
2: Spirituality to me means to be in aligned with your spirit. Mm-hmm. That's what it means for me. I know there are a lot of other definitions out there but I truly believe that spirituality means you are in aligned with your spirit. You basically listen to yourself and you allow yourself to be connected with the universe. Mm-hmm. When it comes to manifesting things, I don't think that you need to be spiritual because a lot of people are not spiritual and they are just happy. And as a result, they manifest amazing things in their life.
1: Yeah, but also they're confident. In- they're just super freaking confident.
2: Exactly. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. You know, and probably a lot of it, like you said earlier, has to do with your upbringing.
2: You learned it from mind? a young age? Sure.
0: Yeah. I remember watching The Secret. Have you ever watched that? Yeah. Okay, so it's, it was like years ago on the Law of Attraction. That was the first time I really ever thought about it, to be honest. It was just kind of trending, and I watched it. I remember thinking I could manifest it on a, like, conscious level, but I never thought about connecting with it and manifesting it in a subconscious level.
1: Mandy, tell them about your
0: golf of manifestation. Are you talking about when I hit it the hole in one? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I connected to it and I stopped and I envisioned it and I sat with it. It was right after Shanna and I did a podcast on this and sure as shit, I hit it exactly where I said I was going to and got it in the hole. <laughs> I, that's, that's I, I like to do experiments.
1: Yeah, and so I remember one time I'm like, she's like, I can't find a freaking parking spot. I mean, I think you actually had to leave. So you're like, fuck it, I can't find a parking spot. And I'm like, manifest that shit. Find it. <laughs>
2: dad is so good at this he can no matter where he goes there's always a free parking spot exactly right there where we need to go it's just incredible So he knows
1: it he knows knows it in advance yeah even even though he's
2: not very spiritual even though he doesn't have to do any like he doesn't know about the law of attraction he doesn't really focus on that but he just knows with the parking spot he's always spot on I just think that when you're spiritual, it's so much easier for you to manifest these things because you actually become aware of them. And then you add yeah. different manifestations and you think about your vibration. And it just allows you to be, instead of only a creator, you can be a deliberate creator. And it makes the process easier.
1: You have to rewire your brain or brainwash yourself. We're connecting well, all your dots there, Sebastian.
0: That's good, yeah. Yes! <laughs> Our listeners should definitely check out your podcast love your podcast. I love everything about it. I love, almost feel like you're getting coached through each one of your episodes. It's Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I'm very grateful you reached out to us. I'm very, very grateful. So thank you for what you do. You are definitely a very wise person who is giving our universe some great wisdom. So thank you. Good compliment. <laughs> oh. I just had a vision of you writing a book
2: products are already in the pipeline but that's a process
1: (laughs) i saw his book too mandy i I totally visioned
2: it oh then i have to write a book i guess
1: (laughs) yeah you are when
2: (laughs) i then publish my book in a couple of years then i will (laughs) come back to you and say okay you were right do
1: you have a website
2: uh yeah the website is also affirmation to manifestation.com okay thank you so much for having me i also enjoyed the conversation uh thanks for giving me this opportunity and if Your listeners want to find me the best way is to just go to itunes or any other podcasting platform and type in affirmation to manifestation and then when you listen to some of my episodes you will find a link in the description that leads you to affirmation to manifestation.com skype where you can then inquire for a skype coaching session with me the the message that you sent me is completely free you don't have to commit to anything And then we can just, yeah, basically email back and forth and see if we're a good fit. And if you like to do the coaching with me, I would, of course, be very, very happy.
1: Oh, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Mm -hmm. It
2: was a pleasure. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for being with us today. We hope you will come back next week. If you like what you hear, don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe.
0: Thank you. We rise to lift you up.